two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. All right. Occam's Razor. Um, <laughs> We'll get to uh, Occam and his uh, precious razor in a moment, but first we are joined by uh, comedian, uh, vest wearer, surprising <laughs> world traveler, based on how his voice sounds, um, and all around great bro, Mike Quinlan. Mike, how are you? What's hey, up? Mike. What's up, gentlemen? How are you doing? Uh, things are okay here in Baltimore right now. Glad to hear that, man. Um, yeah, how has that dissonance between what a sweet world traveler you are and <laughs> and the the voice that has <laughs> the voice that accompanies it mike talk to wait us about a minute are you trying to make fun, are, you generation. Make, are you making fun of my actual auto the audible sounds that come out of my wow okay making fun no yeah. just uh, uh well I you think know it's... what dude that's a that's a that, that's a lot i i feel that i feel aggrieved actually i feel aggrieved already <laughs> i feel aggrieved i'm sorry that i don't have such golden pipes peter like you but uh, no uh, well it's not you know, about, it's about weird that. though dude i either get people that are like uh, are you on the radio or uh or just how many packs of cigarettes a day do you smoke so that i usually get those <laughs> one of those two right. things and since Mike, the you know Mike Quinlan the Mike Quinlan voice has been a friend of the podcast a few times I feel like we would be oh, yeah. remiss yeah. not to at least run it by as as one of the earlier topics for the man himself dude I'll tell you what right now Peter Muth <laughs> you know it's a fun one to go into yeah you've been a guest on the podcast already <laughs> that's right Spe nice. speaking of the pipes though Mike can can you sing do do you have no, a secret like cl closeted uh, you know some because sometimes people will completely blow your face off with what the hell? Why? Why you can sing and no, nah. no. But you know it's funny though, Top. I was thinking about this earlier, knowing that how talented you gents are um, with your music. Is that I was actually thinking uh, I'm very impressed by people that can, and maybe maybe I'm more impressed by people that cover lots of different tunes from artists that aren't the music's not their own. Because I I'm pretty sure I can't sing any song word for word the entire song and what you guys do but i mean i know you're different because you're all creating all new stuff but what what what, what you do is just is is uh is amazing to me i really i really enjoy what you guys do from a musical standpoint but yeah i could like thunder road's my favorite tune and i couldn't sing that entire song without <laughs> without screwing it up lyrics wise yeah like, lyrics wise, wise you'd yeah that's you could nail every note perfectly. You just couldn't remember <laughs> the words you're saying. <laughs> world, world class uh, operatic singer, but that the <laughs> Pete, the the lyric thing used to be Pete's biggest problem. I don't, Pete. Are you reading yeah. them now these days? Because Pete, I'm a reader to, these days. I, okay. I did learn how to read eventually. No, um, <laughs> but yeah, like back when you just never would dream of holding your phone and reading, like you know those bare naked lady songs. I was just getting the story kind of right but like not not one single <laughs> lyric correct like it's like yeah broke into the old apartment was like i couldn't even get the refrain it was like you know breaking and entering in my house yeah it was a, a very bad miss um yeah how do we get off on that mike you sure you can't sing <laughs> no. no dude as a matter of fact i was i'm a retired catholic uh 
So uh, I know you boys are Jesuit boys, which I got to be honest with you, I still ah. got a, I still got a problem with you Jesuits. But anyway, Saint <laughs> Obli, Obli to Saint Francis to sales, but any day you guys want to go, we'll go. No, um, <laughs> no, I, I, it's funny. My dad's, my father's oldest brother, Uncle Joe, is a priest. My mother's a Eucharistic minister still. Well, when the, she doesn't do it much because of COVID, but uh, and we live across the street in Philadelphia from Holy Innocence. And now, about sixth grade, I was try, I was in choir to try to get out of doing some crap work, I guess, and they just threw me out. They're like, "Dude, you have no talent." So I was thrown out of the choir. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. those church choirs can be pretty unforgiving. They're uh... yeah, and it's such a tough one because it's like church, you know, and you're like supposed to be doing a nice thing by volunteering, you know, like. No, we don't want you to like even be do the nice thing anymore. Somebody has to tell you. Yikes. Were you two jet were you guys older boys? Yes. I was an older boy. Were. Yeah. yeah, yeah Tubbs blacked it all out, but I remember. I mean, it's No, it, uh, Stubbs Stubbs blacked it out. Uh I oh. I remember being an altar boy all the everything. <laughs> everything. I remember it all way too well. Uh believe me. Dude, this is this is how crazy my this is how crazy. Like I said, we're literally across the street and my mom's hyper catholic and my grandma was at the time but uh when uh older boys wouldn't show up on the weekends they they just walk over knock on the door and my mom would make me ma do two three masses on a sunday <laughs> that's great like you're earning a paycheck like yeah as, but, but no, no we, were, we weren't no getting pay. any money for that were we <laughs> no 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 i'm cat i'm waiting for the benefits from jesus at the end <laughs> it was yeah. it was kind of like being like a waiter or something like that in that you like covered each other's shift yeah. and stuff like that right, <laughs> right. there was like a right and y'all hooked up with each other it was very much like restaurant <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was uh it was meet you you meet two people in the altar boys in the sacristy no no that's wrong yeah yeah always cooking stuff back there back there with the priest <laughs> 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 we did get tipped for uh weddings and funerals though so that was pretty cool yes that was cool i don't remember that i don't know that they ever asked you they were always saying you know we <laughs> no <laughs> they were saying you weren't a very good altar boy i think is what the word was no. i mean i couldn't have been good right i sandbagged yeah. everything i ever did i had to be the worst altar boy out there i think you wore your belt a little too low tup Yes, yes, I did do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember doing that, and I like intentionally insisted on wearing a robe that would like drag on the floor, like, you know, way, <laughs> right, way, right. way too big. You know? Right, right. Mike, am I making up uh, West Catholic High School? No, North Catholic. My dad went to West Catholic. That was the Burrs, North, the West Catholic okay. Burrs. That's my grandfather also, Da, was a West Catholic boy. Oh, really? Yeah, Southwest. Yep. My dad was from Southwest Philly, yep. Good Shepherd yeah, Parish. The Schuylkill River? Yeah, well, it's not or too far away. is that just completely unrelated? <laughs> no, Schuylkill River, it's kind of, it's, if you're down by uh, University of Pennsylvania and you can you drip down towards uh, between uh, 76 and where Italian market and all that crap begins, yeah, you'll get okay. to that. It's on the other side, yeah. though, actually. It's south. Gotcha, yeah. Da went to UPenn, too. He was He got kicked out of school his junior year of high school for just, you know, being a goofball and then came back as valedictorian his senior year at west catholic then went to upenn nice i think that's a pretty money story you yeah. know just i worked uh, i kicked worked out at, for bad behavior to valedictorian dude i was i worked at penn for uh four years three of them like three and a half as a janitor i was uh, like goodwill hunting without the uh, eidetic <laughs> memory 
Yeah. <laughs> I used to, honestly, Pete, I used to, I used to, I used to clean the Palestra and the Hutchinson Gymnasium next door. And uh, it was, a, I mean, think about it. I was like, I guess I'm even 23, 24. My girlfriend was, uh, she was a secretary at the Teamsters Union and they got me that job and it was great. And then I, then I started oh, wow. doing grad school and then quit like six credits before I got my University of Pennsylvania graduate degree. So, yeah. They just oh, they nice. just left like math problems for you on like regular math problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I just six <laughs> plus two. Mike would come by and put the answer in. Yeah, and then I just I draw a middle <laughs> finger or something like that, and that was it. <laughs> no, but it was cool because honestly, uh, you remember when you two went crazy big on the the Zuropa tour? I think it was. They held that at Franklin Field, and uh, I was uh, I I had to I was like security or housekeeping on that. That was pretty neat. Oh, nice. Yeah. There was some good Did you ever stuff. have to like handle anybody? No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. I was Ju I was Julie Fowley's body guy one day though when uh, the U.S. Oh, yeah. the women's soccer team came because Temple was playing somebody at Franklin Field, so I was her bodyguard. Her body double? Oh, okay. I was her yeah. body her bodyguard her body double. Yes. <laughs> You know what? Ed Mike Tom had to go out and play look, for her. <laughs> not everybody can have the, the, the like almost negative percent body fat that you have, Top. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be size. <laughs> I didn't come here to be size shamed. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know who the person was you were talking about, but I. Uh, <laughs> Julie, Julie Fowdy is like uh, one of the uh, U.S. Women's National Team's most yeah. The Brandy Chastain of soccer. Yeah, <laughs> she was, she played with Mia Hamm. The Hope Solo yeah. of soccer, gotcha. <laughs> oh, I loved Hope Solo. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. She got it. What is uh what did she end up doing? She got into some trouble at the Olympic Village or something? Well, I think she's a husband beater, right? Yeah. And then oh. and then her husband got arrested and he was hiding on this the he was hiding behind a space between the bed and the wall. And yeah, there's a I think there, Oh shit. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. You know, she's got some leaked pictures and stuff. Mm, that sounds fun. I'd like to look into that. You should, you know, I, yeah, I don't know what she's doing because I can't imagine she's going to have much of a career after that. I feel yeah. like she was still, like, the, the husband beating fiasco happened before, like, she, they won their most recent uh, World Cup after that, I think. If I'm not, maybe I'm wrong about that. They beat maybe the husband I, into playing on the team. <laughs> he was, I'm pretty sure he was in the NFL for a while. Really? Wow. Yeah. But I think it's like the 50s. He was that little guy who uh, worked for the Bills. <laughs> no, you know what? I guess my guess would be that there was probably alcohol involved. She smacked him, blah, 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 blah. There was alcohol involved in the little guy from the Bills becoming how he became. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not no. right. No, that's not right. No, uh, he's, he's a big friend of the podcast. Um yeah, yeah, okay. So what else did we cover there? <laughs> I think you, you right. had started out, you wanted to know about uh, the dissonance between uh, <laughs> Mike's, Mike's voice and how much of a world traveler he is. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I mean, what, I don't understand why. I mean, I, I've been to 70. Which I didn't think was a very good question. So Yeah, thank you, Tom. <laughs> I was, it was very obtuse. No, Pete, so what, what are you trying to say? I mean, just because I sound like I live in a coal mine? Yeah, I get it. I understand, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pete, I've been to 76 countries, yep. Yeah, and I, I admire that so much, Mike. As a guy who doesn't see getting that done himself, me, I I love <laughs> yeah. everything about you, and I just think it's such a funny uh, a funny crossover. You just don't sound like you'd be such a sweet world traveler. Yeah. That's just a testament to the man you are. Yeah, 
Way to back yourself out of that one. Thanks, pal. Yeah, okay. I think that was pretty smooth, wasn't it? No, no, dude. Here's the deal. <laughs> I, In all honesty, it, I guess when I was in Philadelphia, it wasn't really the best childhood. So when I was like, on my 16th birthday, I was just good enough to to make some traveling soccer team that went to Ireland. And I land in Limerick, Ireland on my on my 16th birthday, uh, perspe- proceed to get drunk for like 10 days with as a 16-year-old. <laughs> and then just from there, it just was like, I got to go see everywhere I can get to. And a lot of times, yeah. it's not really all that expensive. That's awesome, man. That's cool to get that bug in you at yeah. an impressionable age, you know? Yeah. You know, you're not too I, old. Uh, I quit the boy choir right before they went to Europe. And I that probably like made me 50, 60% dumber for not having gone to Europe when I was 17. Uh, you know? Maybe. Something like that. And did you quit the boy choir just because they were going to Europe and you were going to <laughs> no. have to ride in a plane or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I would easily have done that. But no, it was like I was going from football practice down to choir practice. And I was just like quit on the way to that. I was like, I can't do this. Football sucks. I hate football practice. I can't go to, to choir afterwards, and I can't quit football right now. So I like, I, and then they're like a week later. They were like, "All right, we're going to Europe." Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, where else? Yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm good as fifty percent dumber than I would have been too. So I, I don't have any real complaints. Yeah, makes sense. Not fine. good at not being dumb. Just good, you know. Good at showing up on time for things. <laughs> you got a uh, stupid. I mean, I. You know, obvious stupid question, Mike. But you got a favorite of those uh, countries you've been to, uh, or like, an, like, how about how about like an unsung hero? Like uh, you would have never guessed it, but uh, this place actually doesn't suck too bad. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you what. Here's the, I, I tell you what. Here's the crazy part is that India, India is amazing. It's just, it's it's nuts though. It's like I've India horrifically wonderful. Like it's just, it's there's just. That's so, what it says when you drive across the border. That's what it should say, or at least you know. No, it's it's nuts. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for what was happening here. There's just such a sea of humanity and the disparity between the people at the lowest end of the caste through the people that have just pulled themselves through into the middle class. It's it's the level of poverty is just mind boggling. Like. I was on the, the train, the train, um, the train platform leaving the Taj Mahal, which is in this city of Agra, and there was a kid that had elephantitis at the feet. His feet had to be close to two and a half feet long, and just bloated, Jesus. and it's just like nuts, crazy. Were people being nice, or were they like, oh, he, you know, pay to see this, or like no. exploiting well, here's, it in some way? Here's what I experienced. I'm not sure it's everywhere, but because I stuck out, you know, being a, a little bit taller and being Caucasian. I, people just were constantly begging and begging and begging. And it was a, after a while, it, it did become quite frustrating because every time anybody tried to engage you or if you made eye contact with somebody, it seemed like there was going to be somebody uh, petitioning you to provide them with funds. Oh, mm-hmm. did it ever feel unsafe? Like any any knives were right around the corner or anything? I got sta- I got I got stabbed in Morocco. That was about the. Ooh. I got stabbed in Morocco. I got robbed in Greece. Uh, I got robbed in Germany on a train. There's there's a little bit of there's a little bit of stuff that happens, you know. Stabbed in Morocco, robbed in Greece is a nice yeah. song. I'd like to take a shot at writing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Tangiers, a, yeah. Tangiers, an interesting joint. It is. Yeah, that's wild. Okay, but what do they got over there? As soon as you, it's funny. You take the, the, the birthplace uh, of tambourines. 
<laughs> or tangerines, I meant. <laughs> Forgot what from the time I decided on saying it to the time it came out. What do they wind up stabbing you with? Uh, they still use knives over there? It was a box cutter of some sort, but it was like 20 years old. So it was like, no, it must be, well, how was I? I was 21 years old. So it was 28 years ago. I thought ago. you said the box cutter was 20 years old. No, no, uh. it could have been. It was rusty as all. I, it was a rookie mistake, though. I was trying to mail postcards, and they uh, they saw me pull I was trying to cut up. this guy with a box cutter. Right? They're like, this fucking crazy bastard likes postcards. Let's shank him. <laughs> did, did you do something? Uh, I mean, you don't have to tell the whole story, but just like from the start to the end. <laughs> what what uh, did you do something to piss somebody off? What happened? No, I did, what get... I did is I I pulled money out. I pulled cash out. And I guess it must have seemed like I was that well, obviously they were paying attention to see if I had any money. And I did. I had cash on me because this was way back in the day before ATM. So you'd have to you'd have to show up somewhere, you'd have to have an uh, American Express travelers check. Then you'd have to oh. get some 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 local currency and then you'd usually like have it hidden in somewhere on an inside jacket pocket and i guess i must have pulled it out and they saw it and they just tried to rough me up and get it and the guy slashed my uh, army jacket oh man mike you know what you do if that happens again is you uh you real quick you got to assess what's going on yeah and you took the, you got the money in your hands and then you go I'd like to buy that box cutter from you real quick, right? <laughs> and then you give him the money, just straight up and down. You give him the money because he's going, oh, man, what are the chances? This Everything's, I don't even have to stab this guy. He just wants to buy my box cutter. And then as soon as he gives you the box cutter, you you, you know, you hold him up for the money. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's genius. That is really good. Yeah, take that, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, that's a great plan. How do we cross that over into other stuff that where you don't have to wait to get stabbed? Dude, it's that Jedi <laughs> mind trick stuff. That's great stuff, Tom. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. How do it's you make that for making $30 million? So maybe you go up to somebody with $30 million, with a, <laughs> you, you hold them up with a knife. <laughs> yeah, it's And not you quite. say, give me that $30 million, except you know the trick now. So you don't give them the knife or they offer to buy it. And you know that it's coming. Right. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't obviously translate. I don't think it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Damn. You're right. Well, that's crazy stuff though. Uh, are you going to try to go for all of them? Mike, is it a goal to hit all the countries on the planet? 200 no, something? No, right? you know what? I'm, I guess I'm a little bit too old, tough to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> uh, I haven't been to New Zealand. I like to get to New Zealand. I like to see, uh, Tahiti, um, you know, there's a couple, there's a couple other ones, but I seem to keep circling back. I spent, I can't lie, I spent a lot of time in Europe, um, just because I, I'm a huge English soccer fan. So I try to get there as much as possible. But I don't know when, when the hell the next time we're ever going to be able to travel is. To be honest with you, yeah. yeah. Mike, would you let, for a couple reasons, because I know you're an English soccer fan. Yeah. Would you let a kid play American football? The safety thing and the fuck that sport it's not the real football both uh, things get in mind you know what pete not anymore i i played i played i tried to be the kicker in high school for i lasted for a little while uh and that was enough i didn't really get much contact i don't i don't see how you could possibly let your children play uh tackle football with cte but the thing is that there are people they're trying to oh they're going to stop the kids from heading the ball in soccer i don't really have a problem with the kids not heading the ball in soccer right now as as, yeah. as with their brain development they should be better with their feet anyway pete you know there's let them start using their hands instead 
Well, I think that might be a bit much, but you know. <laughs> now, like, we, put some wooden floors on those fields and start bouncing that thing. I mean, could you out. imagine <laughs> having that intellectual conversation with yeah with your brother or your, if your sister or whatever? If they're like, yeah, you know, you're letting your kid play a sport that's going to potentially give it brain damage. That's kind of that's a lot, you know. I mean, because it's such a low pressure question for me, my answer is yes. But I. Th- I mean, if I became a parent, I'm sure it'd be way different. But like, as I think about it now, knowing nothing, and if it would only be on, like, if they really wanted to, they were like, I really, really want to do it. Like, I know the risks. I really want to do it. I'd be like, okay. But I wouldn't push them. I wouldn't suggest it. Uh, but I think I would, if they really wanted to, I think I would just say yes. Cause all right. Yeah. I mean, well, you get brain damage. You, you went out doing what you love, I guess getting brain damage. <laughs> you know, here's, so I go, it goes back to, Go back to the memory thing, though, Pete. I mean, obviously, your jokes are all one-liners, and they're extremely... Every word is... uh, And the economy in every word is pretty important, whereas I just get up there and ramble and tell layout obnoxious (laughs) stories. But I can't... So, But, Pete, my problem is a lot of times I can't remember things anymore, right? And I'm not sure what it is. And I was up in Philadelphia talking to my mom and with my wife, and I go... uh, my, I just like, I can't remember stuff anymore. And I'm just talking about set lists. And she's like, well, that's probably because you had five concussions when you were a child. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. And she's I was like, when, when were you going to tell me this? And she's like, oh, I thought you knew. <laughs> I was a child? Yeah. What it, apparently, <laughs> apparently, what it, she, apparently she told me that I used to get really bad migraine headaches when I was a kid and that they would find me bashing my head against the crib. And a couple of times they just had to take me to the hospital type st- scenario. It wasn't, a, it wasn't oh, getting wow. beat as a child thing. It was, a, apparently I had a headache. Gotcha. Oh, Got it. Yeah. That's a good strategy to like, if you're trying to get, uh, you know, you're taken away from your parents, just like beat the crap out of yourself in the crib. Oh uh, then... yeah. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. Back in business, back in business. Um, Back in business with uh, the one and only Mike Quinlan still. Yo. Um, I'll, let me toss this one at you guys. I uh, Just weird thought. What about if you you could register, a place where you could register just weird stuff about yourself? That way, if if these weird things ever come back, you'd be like, well, I registered it years ago. It's, well, it's not, it's fine. Like, And also, if it comes up in like a murder case, like... Oh yeah, and we found out that he was doing this. So what? I registered it. Like you can't get me on that. Am I ah, making any sense? Okay. <laughs> like I, like I like to, uh, I you know I just choose to shave my legs, kind of thing, or like what? Uh, sure. What, uh, there you go. Shave it my, seems uh, like uh, you're trying to get Tupper Eye to say <laughs> that we're a pedophile. <laughs> it, it seems like you're trying to get us. You're, you're trying to debate us into something, Peter. I, yeah. Is there anything you like to watch, Mike? Maybe something. Uh, no. I was just thinking, like, all right. So maybe an example for me would be um, the whole scratching my back with a fork. And because you lose them behind the bed once in a while, you're going to have some forks smashed back. Like if anybody ever. And we looked on Keith Morrison under, and they looked under his bed. Oh, but what did they find? Ten forks. You know, like, and the, right. somebody got murdered down the street with a fork. Be like, no, I registered that. Yeah, I lose forks because I'm scratching my back with them, and I forget where they are, and I go get more. I registered that. You can't get me. No way. I, I didn't, didn't do it. Re- Is that really a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Have you that's lost a real thing. forks? 
Yeah, I mean, I've been better about not losing them in my old age here, but I, for years it would just be anytime you like would clean once a year or move somewhere, <laughs> you just have your 12 fork stack at the end. Then unfortunately they all do go into the trash just because everybody was all so right, disgusted. Can I ask the question? Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, please, Mike. All right, now that there's less of Peter moves than there used to be, does that mean you're losing less forks? Ooh, Actually, yeah. yeah. Cause I'm not, maybe I'm not as itchy. Maybe because there's not, there's fewer back, back, there are fewer back, less back to scratch. So maybe like overall the numbers go down. Wow. But Does you, that still math do, work out? You, you still do do it. I mean, you still, you still have right a now, you still sleep with a fork under your pillow, I assume. Or is it like, uh, no, no, it's usually like <laughs> off to the right where, to where my right hand would reach down if I were on my stomach to grab it just underneath the bed, not, not to make a tripping hazard. So I think that's how they would get pushed to the back. I see, you know, cause you, for, for tripping hazards and like stepping on hazards, they'd be a real pain in the foot to step on. Okay. You keep them under the bed as, but within reaching distance. Yeah. So just a little bit, not, to, I should push them back and I should actually risk falling out of bed to get them. Cause right, put here's the risk the on me. If you die and somebody comes to your house to clean it up, they're going to think that that's, dr that's drug related. Yeah. Mm. yeah, like you just don't know don't know how to cook heroin at all. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, seriously, ten thousand spoons, right? Yeah, and I'm just putting the heroin. It keeps dripping through the fork by accident. Yeah, yeah. damn. But yeah, that's something I'd like to maybe register with somebody in case. They, you know, and it's one of those cases where we searched every apartment in town and the, she was killed with a fork and then I get stiffed with it. Uh, stuck, oh man. Whatever. Whatever I'm trying to say. That that's would some, be a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. That's some a, bad fork killer. Bad yeah. Agatha Christie shit there. <laughs> so yeah, like you said, what, what would you guys need to register? <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I ashamed of? But not really. Um, I'm a big fan of the, the, uh, I believe she's Norwegian, the Norwegian super pop star, Robin. I'm a big fan of hers. Okay. okay. I like so Robin. You, so if she turns up missing, you want to register ahead and say, look, yes, I've Googled her. I love a, I love a Google image search of, of the beautiful lady. Yep. Um, you may not prosecute me. I registered this. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, I'm actually, if I, if I ever, if I ever do it, uh, my own recording, I was considering the title being Stilettos and Broken Bottles, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh. Like uh, strip club uh, beers breaking? <laughs> Dude, I haven't <laughs> been. Speaking of strip clubs and to tie back to what you guys do at that uh, Loyola Blakefield place, that trap that you freaking <laughs> are from. So tonight, Loyola Blakefield alum Brian McComas is hosting Kim Clasic's uh party for her campaign at the at the um what is it riley's north oh okay wait who was the who were any of the people who said a loyola grad kim <laughs> loyola grad brian mccomas who used to own riley's or does own riley's and then do you don't know who kim clasic is kim clasic no is she a uh she's she a, box 45 no she's a uh she's an ex-stripper from down here that is running. Fox forty five. That is running for um, <laughs> running for uh, the House of Representatives, and she oh, has okay. a very prolific commercial where she she calls the city. Fall, she falls into all the uh, the narratives that Trump with the rats and the this that and the other thing. 
You should uh, look her up. Yeah, but yeah. She sounds great. Yeah. Once again, uh, <laughs> once again, Peter, you're showing your lack of worldliness. Under unbelievable. Honestly, Mike, and that could be why I even ask the voice-related question to traveling the world, because I am I'm sensitive about being not as well-traveled and worldly and informed and uh caring about my fellow citizens Dude, what as much was as I should be like you are. What was the what was the movie I couldn't what was the movie I couldn't believe that you didn't see like Raiders of the Lost Ark or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I've never seen Indiana Jones. That's out of just, Star Wars. Come on, I have dude. quite a rap sheet. Yeah, that is just unbelievable. I I ruined the Godfather. Walked out, um, <laughs> made fun of my my brother and my mom for an entire vacation. Kevin and I, because we were just the vacation was ruined because they started watching the Godfather, and <laughs> that was it. That's what happened. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry we then, we couldn't let, it was like an out ruining. They're like, all right, well, we're going to ruin it by watching The Godfather. We were like, we're going to ruin it because I don't know what our problem is. We have some kind of mental problem where we're not happy that you guys are enjoying something that we don't like. And you guys have formed your own little club, like doing the voice. Oh, Don Corleone, talking like this. No, we're not standing for this. <laughs> so Kevin and I ruined it back to them. We took the, we took the power away kind of thing. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I think it was Indiana Jones. You guys, did your family just go on a, a large vacation before uh, Corona? So, actually, during, we all got tested and uh, went to the Jersey Shore for a week. And it was right down to the wire uh, of whether we were going to do it. And uh, we got it in. All the tests came back good to go. And then we still just, like, distanced from our parents, um, except for the open mouth kissing. You know, we, no, we didn't. Yeah, except the yeah, the mouth kissing and no, we didn't. You know, <laughs> dude, I just you know it's funny. I remember when was that, Pete? That was June, middle of June, I think. Yeah, we went down to uh, we went down to Ocean City, Maryland, and I remember seeing the photos of your family vacation, and you all looked so happy, like you were very happy to be in each other's presence. And I don't understand that, to be honest with you. I have no, <laughs> I have no ability. <laughs> To understand the concepts that, that that those wonderful pictures put forth, I can't stand <laughs> being around my family. What is it? Well, I mean, thank you so much. That that's awesome. Uh, what is it about? What can't you stand? Give me some. Give me uh, some. gutter snipes and ne'er do wells. To be honest with you, to be honest, you know, <laughs> they don't. If it's if it's not if it's not their refusal to battle an addiction, it's the fact that they're they're batshit crazy and refuse to take their meds. Or something, gotcha. something as ridiculous as that. My uncle, my funny, my, I was talking to my mom. My uncle, her brother, who's clinically insane and has been for years, he tried to kill his wife in Atlantic City with a uh, with a replica sword from medieval times. That's how crazy these fucking people in Atlantic are. City. Yeah, years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, man! Wow. What? Yeah. Like, how do you try to do it? Wait, they got a medieval times in Atlantic City. <laughs> I don't even know. No, I don't think they did. Tough. That's they just had a medieval time oh, he, sword hanging around. Yeah, he brought it from a different. Holy smokes! We got a different medieval times uh, yeah, sword right? and brought I mean, it to Atlantic City with him. And then, then there you go. There you go. Peter and his his lovely family at medieval times, all all wearing yellow crowns or something like that, just happy as all hell. <laughs> right. Yeah, we would never do an activity based restaurant. I don't think. <laughs> um, I guess, I guess, unless you count a bowling alley, but then you're kind of just getting food on the side. You're not there to eat and like, oh, let's just happen to bowl. You're there bowling and like somebody walks over, gets wings, and then a few people copy off of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if uh, medieval times is like you were hungry 
so you went there either. It's not like it's not like that. It's not a restaurant no, they, first. I don't think they don't it's have a, food. Like they don't even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I've never. Oh, yeah, been maybe there. right. Like I think those big turkey legs are who have been a friend of the podcast before are just activity eating. They're not like, oh, they have the best turkey here. It's just like, haha, it's big. We're taking a big bite and throwing it. Those turkey legs are always a shit idea. They're terrible, man. They're they're, they're you know, oh, there's no shit, value. Really? There. Okay. There's not a value. Yeah. There's it's no about medieval the times is, of it. Medieval times is just admitting that there is nothing to do. I think that's that's <laughs> what medieval times like turns out to be is just everybody pretends like life has a lot to a lot of different things to offer and yeah, Mike, you're out there traveling the world and like going to all these different countries and stuff. But when it comes down to it, there is nothing else to do. There's just nothing to do. There's nothing to actually, there's no available activities that are worthwhile at all. So you just make one up like, ah, we'll just make a restaurant where it's like back the, back the way it was before. And are horses taking dumps and stuff and like you're eating yeah. right there? Not that I would care about the sanitary part, but I'm thinking from somebody else's perspective. I'm surprised they don't have Civil War times. <laughs> yeah where are the other wars just and really you know get some really good makeup involved and have some like gruesome deaths but you know not really kill anybody unless they want to who doesn't want substandard third grade cisco grub wrapped around us a weak narrative of one of the most horrific things in human history i mean nothing nothing says that nothing says family yeah. fun like that or maybe, maybe you do a thing where, like, you, the food is part of the, like, act out. So you do, like, a Lincoln's brain scene, and it flies out, and it turns into a hamburger and lands on somebody's plate. Dude, <laughs> Cherno- dude, dude <laughs> Chernobyl times. It's like Chernobyl times. You just... Do they have this already? Chernobyl, they invite everybody into the restaurant, and they just poison it with that gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Now, now I've come around now i think all these activities are worthwhile tough think about it though so you got the uh when when it did happen you have the uh renaissance festival down there i think in yeah. crownsville but you Red have the, you have the, the renaissance festival like five miles away from medieval times how sad are you if you're going to medieval times and not the renaissance festival right that's almost it, a situation like where uh everybody at Renfest is like let's go over to, you know, medieval times and like, you know, show them what's, what it's really all about kind of thing. And they get a rally going and everybody goes over to medieval times and <laughs> kills the horses or no, it's probably not, probably not, they probably don't kill the horses. I don't know how they do. Right. Are there some really hardcore guys who, who like represent, yes, we are the people who, the rest of you are just a bunch of interns in this middle medieval game. We really follow through and yes, we will go take down the horses from medieval times and eat their legs on the streets or whatever they did back then, you know, just like a hardcore group of those. I'm sure there must be some LARPers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Con people, you know what, but who Pete, just take it deal. like crazy. I, I tell you, you know what I had happen? I had somebody challenge me to a, uh, challenge me to a race when we were at Renaissance festival. There's a video of this on, on Facebook, this kid, Dan Gerlach, he called me fat. And uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not very good with being called fat, even though I know that I'm husky. Um, so he's like, we're at medieval time, I, I Renaissance Festival, and he's like, yo, dude, you're fat. And I was like, let's race right now. And we raced down the jousting track. If you look, you can find it on my Facebook page. I kicked his ass. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, dude, Pete, you know what I'm saying? Put up or shut up, dude. That's like if somebody Absolutely. was like, Pete, Pete Muth doesn't know how to do trick shots in basketball. You'd be like, give me a goddamn <laughs> ball. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's right. You better half-ass, never make it trick shots. I don't call my number. I'll 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 nail you to the wall. Yeah. Wait, so so you won the race, Mike? I I, I didn't yeah. Top. I was too busy trying to look it up on your Facebook page, and I could not find anything. Here. It's, yeah, it's, it should be like a couple, like maybe six or seven, because every year it comes back up, and every I'll forward it to you. But yeah, I kicked this kid's ass, and then the funny part oh, okay. about it is then security security comes out and tries to get us, and we had to blend into the crowd. So I was uh, it was a real oh, shit. That, that. Yeah, Peter, they, come they on. came after you for no race. Like is this like a no drag racing kind of thing? Like why you're not allowed to race foot race? Not down the jousting track. I mean, we were yeah, on, you the just ran on the track? jousting track. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a Morgana the Kissing Bandit kind of situation. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what's funny about that, Top? I'm surprised nobody has replicated her, uh, her antics. Yeah. It seems like a good move, I guess. Women's she, rights thing. Yeah. Hey, we're going to run on and kiss. It's it's okay. Payback for all the hoot and holler and men have done over the years, maybe. There you go. Yeah. Well, I haven't heard that name in a 15, 20 years, Top. Good call. She's a uh, she's a friend of the family and a friend of the podcast. Is she really? She is. Yeah, she's uh, she's buddies with my dad. She no, you tough. You know the crazy part. So it was when Pete Rose was uh, in, in the, with the Phillies, and he was about ready to break uh, with Ty Cobb's record, I think, for hits. And she was around, yeah. and she was around quite often. And I'm pretty sure she got her lips on Mike Schmidt a couple times too. Oh, nice, nice. work, Morgana. Mike Schmidt's a tough one to get. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's standoffish to say the least. So yeah. yeah, I think he was the first million dollar baseball player. Yeah, he has a very uh, difficult relationship with the fans of Philadelphia. But when I was a kid, he was a monster, dude. I absolutely was. A, oh yeah, him and Greg Lazinski and Bob Boone. One of my favorite memories of my entire childhood was uh, my entire miserable childhood was when it <laughs> was in 80. It was it's funny in 80 when the Phillies win the World Series. I remember banging pots and pans on my grandma's porch. And then three years later, the Orioles ruined my childhood and fucking beat us. Oh, yeah. That was right that, before man. I was born. Tough. Yeah. Were you around for that? No, I guess you I was, just missed it, too. No, I was I was uh, something that was around anymore. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. The nineteenth, I think, would have been late in October for. But, yeah. but I don't know. Don't quote me. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I've always we have never that I was one. that I was alive and I brought I brought the win. But uh, okay, I'm good with that. I have no problem with that. Um, no, how but, did it end poorly with Mike Schmidt and the the Phillies, Mike? Why why was it only such a so so relationship? I just think, as Tuff pointed out, he was quite standoffish. Uh, that's he, it. Okay. Yeah, he was with just, the whole Morgana thing, and that's like Philly just never forgave him for it. He was like, ah, I'd rather just wait till I'm finished running the bases before Morgana. Very reasonable request. <laughs> you fuck you, Schmidt. You fucking bum. What's the matter with you? <laughs> is, she, is Morgana really a friend of your father's? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's wild. What are her breasts look like today? I don't know. I we didn't like see her that often growing up or anything like that. They're just like be in touch they uh call from time to time that kind of she thing she babysat tup and stubs and made him <laughs> she was tup's wet nurse <laughs> <laughs> now tup did your father did your father have any sort of uh emotional or physical relationship with morgana <laughs> no i don't think so although i i feel like my mom always like had a you know had your her mom thoughts did about, your mom? But, yeah, my, mom had, my mom had a thing with Morgana, yeah. That, and so she was always kind of jealous on the Morgana side of things with, about my dad's relationship with her. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think so. You know, there's like some kind of weird, you know, you know how uh, huge-breasted women are. Uh, oh, I do. And and cartoonists. You know, a huge-breasted woman and a cartoonist, you, you always know something fishy's going on there. <laughs> Definitely. Um, referring Wait. to my mom, of course. <laughs> huge breasts. Is your father a cartoonist? My father is a cartoonist, yeah. Really? Nice. Yeah, I've always been a fan of political cartoons. There was this guy... In Philadelphia, his name was Tony Auth, who was in the uh, Enquirer all the time. Yeah, I always wanted to be a political cartoonist, but I have absolutely no drawing abilities at all. Yeah, as I a, know there's uh, one uh, other artistic... Go ahead, Top. I got nothing. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say he's a sports cartoonist. You you might have seen this. I mean, if he, Baltimore Sun... He's oh, yeah. A, That's your old man? Yeah, the sports... I mean, the oh, sports that's cartoon awesome, in the dude. Baltimore Sun. And then he was uh cartoonist for Crack Magazine, too. Uh, he did the Spies and Saboteurs thing in Crack Magazine, so... Nice, nice. What were you going to say there, Pete? Um, Morgana, Philly... Um, no, maybe it was... I might have just was going to do a callback to Morgana babysitting you guys and kissing you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's literally all I had. Something that level, at least. <laughs> I did. We were talking about you kissing your family a little earlier today on the lips. Obviously, you guys don't do that and would never do anything like that. But I was wondering, uh, uh, you know, my dad still kisses a... us on the lips a little bit. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah, a little bit, just like a, a you know, like a side to like the side, side of the lips. Yeah, like a. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. a full oh. on Tom Brady. Uh, Kit, like no we open mouth on. sometimes um, okay, no yeah no not never that uh like when we were kids it was like a dead on the lips though like you know yeah I don't think dab, didn't didn't right the biden's middle. just didn't they, somebody just call the biden's out because uh because joe kissed his son on the lips yeah i don't think <laughs> i don't think there's much to be made out of that <laughs> that is really? such a funny thing for the internet I, to go I, nuts about i do think it's weird though i mean like i've never seen your dad give you guys a, a full-on kiss on the lips but i i think it's not weird enough to like all right i i might just hate tom brady but i think tom brady kissing his father and his son on the lips all of them look inappropriate to me when i see those but i think when you i think when you take a certain kind of picture it just catches weird like you're running you're walking towards each other and like you're just planning to do a quick smash on the lips and yeah they smash into each other and if you catch it while they're at their closest point it's going to look like they're tonguing each other like there was a picture of Patty at like my uncle's wedding, and it looked like he was tonguing our aunt. <laughs> <laughs> and like they were like, "All right, get rid of it. like, yeah, that's weird. Just get rid of that picture." <laughs> what we're famous for, fellas, Mike Quinlan Tup. Um, I want to see if you could maybe help me crack this case, or just give me your theory on it anyway. Like I. So you, you go to uh, an hour outside the city to like maybe one of these like nature preserves, they're called. So it's like a lake and just some like land they cordoned off and said, you know, this is a historic place or something. You can walk through the trails, grab a piece of paper at the wooden thing, you know, and walk through whatever those are. Okay. Um, so you go and do one of those on a Saturday, park your car, come back, find a... Uh, bag of dog shit wrapped around the 
you don't know it's a bag of dog shit, just a bag at this point, but it's like on in your windshield wipers, like wrapped around once. Okay. So you, you're like, oh, that's weird. So you take a look. It's dog poop. You just throw it on the ground and go about your day. But what do you think that was? I mean, it was dog poop. I'm saying, what do you think? <laughs> Mistaken identity? Yes. Car? That's my only thought is your your car looks very similar to another person's car and they thought it was their own car i mean that's that's exactly what i have done with uh my own dog's poop mostly i go in the wheel you didn't even have a car (laughs) yeah i do now but yeah there's (laughs) you know what top you know what i do i throw if it's my dogs and i can't find like we're gonna go i'll throw it in the corner of the uh of like throw the by the corner of the uh the windshield so i I get that but i have seen (laughs) i have seen it where people are definitely making a point now, here's the deal. I live in the People's Republic of Hamden in Baltimore. And there are some people here who, uh, let me tell you, let me back up a little bit. I believe, I'm a bleeding heart liberal. Actually, I'm a cauterized heart liberal because I don't bleed anymore. But anyway, so I'm, I I believe, Tup, as we were talking earlier, that there's there's motivations about people's behaviors, whether they be socioeconomic or economic or chemical this that and the other thing but i do believe in capital punishment and there's one of those reasons is for littering and one of them should be if you fucking let your dog take a shit and uh and you don't clean it up so i know that that's a little bit Mm. off the subject but uh, i'm just i'm tired of people not being able to clean up their dog shit appropriately especially here in hamden i guess if if it were a bad enough problem where i've lived i would be more mad but like when i see it it doesn't make me upset like i'm like oh just I would probably let that happen too. But if hearing you say this, and if I ever did get a dog, I would now make sure never to do that. But as it stood a few minutes ago, I think I would have had a dog and been like, oh, you know, sometimes who cares? <laughs> no. rain, rain, rain washes it away. No, it's a, it's pretty bad. I, I here okay. I'm uh, lucky enough to live in a pretty nice area here in New York. The people's uh, Republic of the people's Republic of vinegar Hill, um, which is, you know, uh, not not too nice, but the, it's it's nice. But the dog's shit situation is pretty much flies in the face of how nice it kind of is. The the area there's uh. dog shit as far as the eye can see, and as far as the foot. Are you step. serious? And yeah. Oh yeah. All over the place. And I assume here's here's my theory as to why it's that way. Dog walkers. I think all these people uh. have dog. All these people have dog walkers, and then the dog walkers don't pay attention, don't care, or whatever. They're like, it's not my not my dog. I don't care. And they just shit all over the place and they don't uh, pick it up. Dude, that's bullshit. That's like the fucking that's like the cruise ships being able to drop their freaking all their trash three miles, only three miles from the shoreline of the United States or other. Come on. Why, why is the ocean full of shit? Because you're allowing cruise ships to dump their loads three miles off the coast of America's face. And I just right. don't like that. No, I don't. Oh. I didn't know anything about that. They're yeah. dumping uh, Can you big bags that? of dog shit out there. Or what's no, going they're on? not. No, I'm mixing. I'm mixing <laughs> stories up here, Top. Come on, man. But I'm just saying, where, where, do, where, dude? That that is one of the crimes. Littering is one of the tr- crimes that I should that I think should be punishable by death. Because oh, put their head, yeah. It. You know what? We'll round up one of the local mullahs. We'll we'll or one of the CIA led. Taliban groups that we definitely have on the payroll. We'll bring them here to America and we'll have a holiday. We'll make a holiday out of it. <laughs> I hear but yeah. here's the, it does it does it soften your position at all, Mike, when 
my theory is that a lot of these are like dog walkers, which are a lot of no. them are like high high school kids. You know, no. like it, it doesn't still still uh, you know firing squad. Not one. Kill the dog if that's no. the case. Pure, you know, <laughs> it's it's puritanical. I'm puritanical about it because t- top. Here's the deal. It's just people b- being disrespectful to other people. It's that you're outside too. Now, dude, if you're if if a, if a, if you litter and something should just blow away from you, that's not your fault. I understand. But if you literally just throw something on the ground, you're a dirt. You're a jerk off. Okay. Oh, you're <laughs> talking. You're talking about uh, when they pick up the poop, have it in the bag, and then they throw that on the ground. Are you talking about that specifically? Or? <laughs> I'm talking both, bud. There, it's funny because uh, why would you why would you go out of your way to pick your dog shit up, but then just leave it where it is so somebody else can pick it up? You're a jerk. I have bud. never understood that one. That one is really weird to me. The the one that the poop dog poop yeah. in the bag but on the ground is is a uh, that's a mystery. But I feel like if you got nine dogs behind you and you're in high school. And you're like on your phone, probably. That's I think what's going on, right? I'm because I, I see these these I, I see these guys. You know, these guys are out there, and uh, they're you know they're just trying to make it work. They're just trying to get a job going. Who knows what they're you know? They they could be the perfectly fine folks. Uh, it's their shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think if you got nine dogs behind you on on uh, a series of leashes, you're not going to catch all of them pooping. Yeah, you're going to have to take a shit yourself at least some of the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, it's funny, Tom. I, I, I see there, I see it to, to be honest. It, here's is That's just that kid being greedy. You know what? You can't handle, okay. you can't okay. handle nine dogs. You can't handle nine right. dogs, dude. Maybe Take a shit ahead of time, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's some there's some uh, thing to be said about just attach something to the asses of all the dogs before you walk. walk them. Like <laughs> how they do with the horses. Absolutely. The horses, the horses out there. Yeah, they're just pooping into something that's attached. To them. <laughs> I mean, I that, somebody what. made that innovation. They were just like, "Wait a minute, what am I doing? Shoveling this do- this horse poop? Why don't I just attach something to the back of the horse? It catches all the poop." I think if you got nine dogs, if you're if you insist upon making all that money, uh, then insist upon inventing a thing that attaches to the back of the dog. Th- thank you, Top. That's absolutely it. And if that does yeah. happen, then we don't need to hire the uh, Taliban. So we're good. <laughs> Something that just we take before we even get to any, like pooping's kind of stone age. Don't you guys think? <laughs> I, don't, I think at some point, you, since we're, what are we, organic or carbon, you have to get rid of some shit. No pun intended. Yeah, but I think, I think what are we, 20, 30 years away from a pill where we're not going to be stinking up each other's homes anymore. Okay, the poop shouldn't smell anymore is what you're saying, at least. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That might be the first step. I was saying you take a pill that just dissolves it all and, you know, maybe maybe a fart once or twice a week, but I don't think uh, you're taking dumps, uh, you know, one or two times a day, <laughs> three and four times a day. I, I, you know what? I, <laughs> I completely don't want to live in that world. I absolutely find defecation to be one of the most cathartic activities I've ever been involved in. I'm not an unfan myself. I, I like it enough, too. I don't want to get rid of that experience of like, oh, nothing matters for the next five minutes or 10 minutes, depending on. Yeah. I like uh, it. We're 20. I, I like to go so long that my legs go numb. Like, uh, like uh, in there. Yeah. Just bit, hang Apparently, that was my move as a kid. Like, apparently, <laughs> Peter, do you have to go to the bathroom? No, I'm fine. Good to go. Be at Kmart. I have to poop. 
uh, you could set your watch to it. Apparently, I took a shit in every store across the the <laughs> wherever we live, Baltimore well, City, Northeast Baltimore. What was the uh, what was the psychological motivation for this, Peter? Right. I wonder if it goes back to you know uh, social anxiety. So is pooping like an anxiety thing? I, I mean, on top of like eating a, a whole whole lot. If you're using it as a ruse to hide in the bathroom so you don't have to meet people, I guess perhaps. No, That's a I don't think. One. I think I made up social anxiety later for myself. I don't think I had it too bad <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> That's that is interesting. But yeah, I, I just had to poop. I think. <laughs> just had to poop. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe you just got. You were sitting around. Got up. Had to walk around Kmart, and you were like. You know, got that, got things moving, and you were like, I got to poop now. But right. I do think that that would be annoying as shit if my kid was just like <laughs> constantly like, all right, yeah, no, sure? I, have to, I have to poop now. Like, it's like, <laughs> ah, man. This is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dad, I have to poop. Ooh, yeah. Are do you? Yeah, you got do, it. Huh? All right, let's go poop. Oh, yeah, boy. I just got to, yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> you do, yeah. do you? That is really, really something. Nothing about the, the conversation we had right before we left about, are you sure you don't have to poop and will not have to poop? Sign right here saying you will not say you have to poop even if you do for the next two hours. Yep, deal. Let's go. Let's go buy James Taylor's greatest hits. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's James Taylor's greatest hits. Here's the cash register. Dad, I have to poop. Fuck uh, you. I hate you. And I would, that would be fine. All right. So, dog, your dog poops. Um, and I, you know, I can promise I've never done it, Mike. I, I, I've never left any, uh, any stray poops out there or anything like that. And I Thank always, you. I always, even if it's a soft one or something like that, I will take pains to, to, double wipe it do all the stuff uh, any anything i can do i've done it um and now, top are you are, are you dealing with mostly a concrete situation or are you do you have a do you have grass and or dirt that this dog is is dumping side on? sidewalk and uh right on the curb she's a uh she like misunderstood what it meant and so now she insists on peeing or pooping with two of her feet in the street and two of her feet on the sidewalk Cause I, I don't know, like, we were trying yeah. to get her to like get to the curb. Cause that's like an important part of it. Right. But she, now she insists on like, while she's leading up to it, it's very funny looking both, both of her, you know, two, two feet on two feet off and she like walks and like waddles. I like kind of try to pull her to, to get her onto the sidewalk, but she's, it's a two, she's too far gone. She's two years old now. So she's, uh, get she's, her to poop right in the sewer top, right in like you utilize the fact that she's already half off the curb. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That is that is indeed the downward dog. That is pretty yeah. cool. Sharks, right. we are here asking for $70 million <laughs> for a sewer dog. It's uh, left and right, though. Mike, it's not downward dog like uh, the, the front feeder. Oh, get out of here. Really? Yeah, it's left. It's the left, you know, the right. She, her right paws, front and back, are both in the street. It's very <laughs> funny looking and and weird. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, so she's like making, setting herself up to like be in a worse position to poop. It's it's it looks so awkward. Yeah, so uncomfortable, ah. so awkward. And she she thinks it's the right thing to do, but we've been trying to like be like, no, just get up on the sidewalk. You, the whole idea was just for you to get 
I think what happened is she started sniffing and she realized, oh, these dogs are peeing on the on the you know the corner of the of the sidewalk here on the curb and she was like ah and so she gets like focused in on that and then in order for her to get the best sniff she winds up half on the sidewalk half in the street and she's committed to that like fully committed to it wow yeah she's an idiot i mean as long as she learns something like that's that just that probably shows she's just as smart as someone who would be able to figure out just to do it the other way because at least she's committing to it. She's like, oh, I remember how to do it. And like, you're not any less smart. You're just remembering a different thing, maybe. Yeah, she winds up in all these weird situations, though. Like, she's got, like, there's people in cars constantly in New York, right? So there's people sitting in these cars because the, maybe they're waiting out the the time, like, that you're not allowed to park there or whatever. So they're right, right. There's just constantly side people. parking. Yeah, so there's people in cars all the time. And she's like rubbing up against them because her feet are like in the street, you know, where, where the car is parked. And like then she'll eventually just pee like while her head is like in the wheel well of a car uh, oh, that where, a guy's, that where a guy's dangerous. sitting there. Yeah, I think it's a little dead. You got to keep an eye out, make sure they're not about to pull away or something like that. And a bunch of funny conversations in the summer with people with their windows rolled down where you're like, yeah, this is what she does. Uh, what do you? What kind of CBD company do you work for, or whatever? And then you got to talk, <laughs> talk, talk to the guy about his CBD company. <laughs> it's the kid from the dog walking company. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mike, where can the people see uh, all the great stuff you're doing with shows? Uh, actually, this uh, I don't know when this when you're going to put this out, but this Thursday, um, I'm what Vic Tibetto, I'm at Magoobies. And then, uh, oh, great. It's just, yeah, that, that guy's a monster. He's got 750 million YouTube views. Whoa. Yeah. Go have seen Mike when this doesn't come out in time, but yeah, I hope you, yeah, yeah go. No, I've seen it. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, dude, to be honest with you, the auto bar is, uh, it, uh, what's the, uh, December show will be the eighth year anniversary. Mickey Coachella's coming back to ah. be on. Yeah. Mickey's coming back to headline that. He was our first headliner ever. Um, and then I'm Great. doing a couple more shows outside. Uh, one at Checker Spot Brewing. Ivan Martin's the headliner. And then I have Jared Stern headlining the last Ella Kitsili Comedy Festival, Comedy in the Courtyard show on the 20th. Uh, down at, Yeah, there's a lot going on, but it's going to slow down, obviously, because the weather's shutting Yeah, I was going to say, we got any like heaters for underneath of uh, 95 for that show? That looked like a heck of a show down there. Pete, I gotta be, dude. We're, I had 144 Build people fires? there last time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about the, about that, but um, yeah, it's it's getting frigid down here as it obviously is up in New York City too. Yeah. Well, stay tuned for all that, and uh, thanks for coming on, Mike. This is fun. You you got it, gentlemen. Hey, it was a great time, and I I can't wait to hopefully see you guys again soon one day. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Later, gents. It's what we're